Here ends the book of the one-time king, written with much toil and effort between the years 1936 and 1942, when the nations were striving in fearful warfare. Here also begins, if perchance a man may in future time survive the pestilence and continue the task he has begun, the hope of the future king. Pray for Thomas Mallory, knight, and his humble disciple, who now voluntarily lays aside his books to fight for his kind. The end. Wow. That was... Stirring. Yeah. It's a good week. <sighs> well, that has been episode 84 of What the Folklore. Thanks for listening, everyone. Oh, uh, you can find us on Patreon. We're on YouTube. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, anything else this week, guys? I We haven't eaten or moved for a week, so I'm a little brain dead. I feel okay. So that recording took, right? We don't have to do an episode this week? We just put up the Arthurian legend? We recorded it for a fucking week. Well, let's find out. I have good news, and I have bad news for you. Uh, give me that good news. And then I'll tune out the rest. You know the story of the once and future king. Uh-huh. The bad news is that nobody else does. You... are you serious? That was a week of our lives, Gordy. It's free recording software. <laughs> what do you want from me? Take it up with the developers. <sighs> yeah, weirdly, it got the very beginning and the very, very end. That's... Cut out all the middle parts. That's strangely conspicuous. It is very conspicuous. I'm going to log a bug report right now. <laughs> dear, dear audacity. Dear sirs and madams. Courtesy of Audacity. Program seems to favor exclusively... <laughs> Beginnings and ends of book. First and last paragraphs of books. <laughs> Please fix. Well, I guess it's time to start episode 85. You're listening to What the Folklore. Making sense of senseless tales. And it is time to start episode 85. Episode 85 of The Once and Future King. That's not what we normally do here. What the folk? <laughs> yeah, that one. Making sense of The Once and Future King. Not anymore. I'm. I'm dead. That book is dead to me. It's too bad. We lost a week of our lives to it, and for nothing. I'll read it again. All right, let's go. I, I really like it. <laughs> I'm up for another run. Well, <clears throat> I want to read a folk tale. All right. all right. Well. All right, listeners, your fate has been decided. Could have been Th White, but it's not. Nope. In- instead, it's... I don't know, are you guys choosing this one? No, it, instead something, it's... Something about a raccoon girl, maybe. Instead, it's... Some birds who steal a pie from an old woman. Say your name. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't lead in with Instead, that. it's... Carmen. Gordy. And Tyler! Alright. Well, that was well planned and communicated. <laughs> I thought it was clear. <laughs> I was trying to do like a Saturday Night Live thing. I don't watch that show. I mean, F- you guys. I used to, and then it sucked. <laughs>
That's fair. And so I stopped. Um, okay. It's no mad TV. What do we do? Well, I'm going to tell you to a folk tale as vengeance for <laughs> the past week. I thought it was okay. I mean, it was a, it was a good story. I just, it's a good book. My back hurts. That wizard fight? So I'm grumpy. Yeah, just like in the movie. I love it. They really adapted that cartoon well. <laughs> so what are our options tonight? Well, I quickly think of a way to decide between said options. Uh, well, from Grimm, we have the girl without hands. Okay. I have a metric. Okay. I have one, but I'm not crazy about it. Um, Is there any way it's the same metric? Uh, I don't know. I'll give it, I'll give it like... One in a hundred. Okay. You two have had some time to mind mill. <laughs> what but, else we got? Uh, from Sweden, we have the two caskets. I think the metric still works. Okay. It's the last offering. And from South Africa, we have Unanana and the elephant. What, what's Gordy. Your, what's your metric? My metric is how many hands are featured oh. in the story. Okay. I kind of like that one better. Mine, mine was which one has more discrete letters in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> That's not a bad one. We should we should holster that one. We could save it. But I, I like the hands thing just because there's a, a title with hands in it. What is that the inspiration for? Yes. See, I feel like you should start choosing the metric before I tell you titles. Probably. <laughs> there's no rules for this. Clearly. Yeah. There's no there's no institution <laughs> or governing body. We tried... Uh, that we have been invited to. We tried Cutthroat Kitchen and instead it became reading... The once in future game. For a week. Um, it really only takes like 50 hours. Yeah, but we got distracted a lot because we're used to heckling. So based on these titles, uh, and there there may be some assuming <laughs> happening, but one of them has no hands. So I think that one's out. Is it out? Or is that an advantage? Is fewer hands better than more? No. Most hands is best. <laughs> For what? For this story. For what task? Reading a story tonight. Okay. Okay. How many... Which story has the closest amount of hands to in this room right now? To six? Yeah. Uh, does cricket, One's got none. Does cricket count? No. Okay. There's a pause. Well, one is... At best. Un, una nana and yeah. an elephant. Yeah. That's two. Probably two. That's the if, assumed. If cricket doesn't count, the elephant doesn't count. Right. And then there are two... Two caskets. Caskets or coffins. Caskets? Caskets. That's just juice, right? Could be coffins. Casket? Yeah. Open casket. Oh, sure. If it's open, you can count the hands in it. Isn't that for wine? Could be. Caskets. Don't, doesn't... Why do wine and dead bodies come (laughs) in caskets? (laughs) Because they both marinate. (laughs) I don't think that's true of either of them. (laughs) They both... They both ferment. Yeah, in that one. Way. That's the word. Um, <laughs> you marinate meat. Well, you can marinate a body pro- in wine. It's probably two caskets if we assume two humans are buried in there. That's what I'm saying. That's where the assumption comes in. Does this girl with no hands have a growth or skin disease that causes lots of other hands to break out all over her body? I can't tell you anything about the stories beforehand. This is only based on title. I can't okay. influence your decisions All right. in any way. Then I guess it's caskets. Alright. I kinda want the no hands one. Well, let's let's discuss whether <laughs> most hands or no hands is better. <laughs> for for what task? W- what task do you desire? 
That, well, that's my question. Like, is it better to have more hands or less hands? Depends yeah. on what you're doing. Let's have a chat. If you're gonna get, <laughs> right here, right if now. If you're gonna get caught stealing in certain countries, mm-hmm. maybe better to not have the hands. Well, how so? Because there's nothing to cut off. It's gone. They're gonna move to different parts. It's, I no, think. it's a free pass. <laughs> <laughs> Once the hands are gone, you get to do it for free. Yeah, because if you can, if you can do thievery without hands, they're just impressed. <laughs> so, so you get two warnings. And if after two warnings you are still a thief, you're a lost cause to them. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot be saved. Yeah. For pretty much anything else, what if you're going to play a guitar with your feet? No hands is probably better. It's less tempting. You, you won't be tempted to cheat. <laughs> Which, make your case for hands being better. Uh, they are, uh, I forgot the word. Didn't Beethoven lose his hands later in his life? The dog? <laughs> Either one. <laughs> the dog or the composer. <laughs> I think mean, that one locked and loaded. <laughs> I think the dog was caught stealing apples in a bazaar somewhere. <laughs> What's your argument? What's prehensile? Yeah, you have them. Sure. What? <laughs> They're prehensile and therefore useful. Because I'm sure the listeners don't know what does prehensile mean. They they grab. Because it's either that one, or it's the one where it does nothing. <laughs> I can't I'm pretty remember sure, which is which. I'm pretty sure it's the grabby kind. Okay. Yeah, because... What's the other? Vestigial. Yeah, yeah, monkeys with prehensile tails can grab things. Yes, yes. So wh- where's that put us? I think we're still stuck on this. <laughs> yeah, you two well, need to argue more eloquently. Carmen, how do you, how do you find hands? <laughs> I mean, I use them a lot. I probably use them more than I don't use them. Yeah. What what situation would you like to be in where you wouldn't have them? Paralympics champion. Um, for me, probably none situation. Because then I couldn't pet my kitty or draw pictures or do writing. You could still do those things. Not with that attitude, you can't. <laughs> I have to pet her with my face or my feet, and she doesn't really like either all of them. All good. I do it all the time. <laughs> she doesn't like it, though. <laughs> when she's used to it. I would rather well, something more than begrudging tolerance from my cat. Okay, we need we need a decision. Okay. What is it? Somebody else. <laughs> this is not my fight, so don't look at okay, me. Okay, fine. I will I will concede that there are more situations where hands are useful. And therefore we should read about this one. Yeah, sure. No hands it is. Alright, I'll, I'll strike a pact with you. Next week we will read The Girl Without Hands, and that way neither of you are my favorite child. No. We're reading No Hands right now. Wait, I don't what? fully understand why, but I'm not fighting it. Gordy made an excellent point just now. Did he? At the end of his argument. Which did one? That swayed me. It did touched I? my heart deeply. Did I? Yeah. Which was? You said there are more situations where hands are useful. Yeah. Therefore making this more intriguing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was my point. All along. So All right. Let's, well, let's read that one. Then mm. next week we'll read mm. the other one. No, I'm going to burn it. So that neither of you if are my it, favorite child. If it stands up to the rigors of next week's tests. Look, I'm just trying fair to be... Fair and balanced a, Fox News. Yep. I'm trying to be a good test tube nanny to you both. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Well, this is Grim 31. Good old Grims. They know how to tank a story. Grimbo. Arn Thompson type 706, which I need to look up real quick. Oh, uh, Arn Thompson type 706, the girl without hands. Titular. Yep. Cool. Why do we even have this system? <laughs> I feel like the system started with the Grim Tales, and they're just like, each one of these is its own type, whatever. 
Screw it. Everything else fits into this, because we <clears throat> said so. And then anytime they they really couldn't justify cramming a story into a grim type, they made a new one. Well, away we go. Let's do it. The Girl Without Hands. Once there was a certain miller who had fallen into poverty, and he only had his mill and a large apple tree to his name. TJ? He seems to be doing okay. Who's TJ? TJ Miller. TJ Maxx? No. Miller. Mm -hmm. The comedian. TJ Miller? Yeah. He's great in Cloverfield. It's a... And Big Hero 6. Is he? Yeah. Is anybody great in Cloverfield? Yeah. Not the cameraman. That's TJ Miller. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's just a certain Miller, Tyler. Mm. A wink. <laughs> a non-disclosed Miller. Uh, once he had gone into the forest for wood when an old man who he'd never seen before comes to him and says, Hey, why bother with this whole wood business when I can make you rich so long as you promise me whatever is standing behind the mill? Promise to give it to me. So whatever happens to be behind the mill right now? Yeah, just give that to me. That seems like a trick. Yeah. We've seen this device happen. You can count- what is what is the the basest possible percentage that there's a dinosaur back there right now? <laughs> well, let's say you given all outcomes. Five. Five percent. A solid five. That's 5%. pretty good. This is a fairy tale. Yeah, right, could that's be all true. kinds of stuff. But I think I think at least on most days you can calculate your odds here. Yeah. Well there's a goose that poops gold. There's like sixty of them. In any given town. Could be. (laughs) That's just all covered in actual goose shit, because there are like a hundred billion of the rest of them. Right. So no one knows. Because they keep breeding their geese, hoping another one will turn up. (laughs) Just let them go wild. The geese have evolved to disguise their gold as regular goose shit, so that they stop dying. Because all the geese that just poop. It's an evolutionary tactic. Yeah, there's a Survival of the fittest. Obvious gold are the ones who get... Their necks rung or their bodies cut open. So, it's the ones that don't poop gold that live to tell the tale. Survival of the shittest. You look so proud of yourself (laughs) right now. It was served right over the plate. (laughs) (laughs) I like those slow balls. (laughs) (laughs) That that was more basically T-ball than anything (laughs) The pitcher just gives you one underhand. Yeah. So what's, what's this Miller do? Well, he thinks... There's not much you can do with the apple tree that's behind his mill, but uh, just agrees to give it to him and writes his promise down and signs it. What if, there's, what if there's an eccentric billionaire stuck in it right now? <laughs> He's rich either way. That's true. Um, so now that the contract has been signed, the stranger laughs mockingly and says that he'll come to carry away what belongs to him in three years. That wasn't the deal. Read that paper back. <laughs> you just signed this shit too, Sir, you said right now. Promise me what's standing behind the mill right now. Yeah. You didn't say when he's collecting it. Maybe it's... What? That is that is not even a technicality. Maybe it's a fine vintage. And he wants <laughs> Words it. don't work that it's way. Legal finagling. So the miller goes home and his wife meets him and asks what's up with the sudden wealth that appeared in their house. <laughs> hey, did you get this? With the what? Sudden wealth that just kind of appeared in oh, their house while he was out. He just dropped it right in. Somebody drove a Benz into our house. <laughs> it exploded it's, into gold. It's full of Monopoly money. That would be a good trick. <laughs> like, I'm going to make you rich, but it doesn't say in which currency. 
<laughs> he just coats his veins with butter. <laughs> this, is, this is your wealth. You, now you're rich. <laughs> you can bleed the butter market. <clears throat> um, so he explains the whole deal that he made, and his wife is terrified and says, you probably just made a deal with the devil. You've heard of that, right? <laughs> also, our daughter was standing behind the mill, sweeping Whoopsie. the yard. So Whoopsie. I told you. So you can't just... <laughs> good job, you idiot. That's, that's that million-dollar question about would you press the button that kills a random person. You can't just take it and assume that everything's going to be okay. The miller's daughter was beautiful and pious and lived the next three years in fear of God and with no sin. But the devil was supposed to fetch her, so she washes herself clean and makes a circle around herself with chalk. The devil comes... No devils! (laughs) The devil comes early to collect her, but she's too clean and and chalk-protected for him to come near her. So he can't do anything about it. Is that a thing? (laughs) Why are you worried about something? (laughs) Devil Devil can't cross chalk lines? (laughs) This does seem to imply that the devil is a colony of ants. Seems like a big weakness. (laughs) For the devil. Yeah. Alright. Seems like a good way to not go to hell. Just Um, drop chalk around yourself. Eat some chalk. Is that why they drop chalk lines around bodies? (laughs) At murder scenes? (laughs) So the devil can't take them? So they go to heaven always? No, so that they get to keep them for evidence. (laughs) Before the devil gets his mitts on them. The devil's like, finally, (laughs) I'll get up. No! No! Skulking around in storm drains waiting for bodies to hit the ground. He's like Pennywise. The devil was really excited when dry erase boards came into vogue. <laughs> Finally, my time. I can learn the mathematics. That's why we have a morality problem in this country now. Yeah, it's, it's, we did away with chalkboards. It's all dry erase markers' fault. <laughs> we fell into hedonism and sin. <laughs> Where was that in the debate last night? <laughs> yeah, I want to vote for the candidate who brings chalkboards back make to fight America, the devil. <laughs> make America chalk again. Oh. Made about as much sense as anything else that was said. Let's get this election over, please. Um, so the devil angrily demands to the miller that he needs to take away all of the water so she can't wash herself because the devil doesn't have any power over clean people. Yep. That's why Good to know. showering every day got into vogue. Yep. The miller was afraid of the devil and did as Ger- he was told. Germs are just tiny little demons. <laughs> if you wash them away, there's nothing he can do. They're the reconnaissance team. <laughs> They're terraforming <laughs> your, your, your body, body for the devil, basically. Man, we have some really good <laughs> Southern health classes already forming in this story. Yeah. So the next morning, the devil comes, but uh, the girl has wept on her hands, and, and her tears have cleaned them. So the miller is ordered to cut her hands off. Yep. Because she cried on them? Because they're clean. Yeah. They're the only clean part left. From tears. He can't take those parts. How did, wait, how did she get dirty? Uh, living. Existing, okay. kind of like the rest of us do. Okay, so her she got hand, morning breath now. So her hands were clean. Right. They were the only part. Yeah. Presumably the part that was keeping the devil from taking her. Yeah. And they cut them off. Well, the devil's told the miller to cut them off. Okay. And the devil. Can they just say no? 
The miller thinks about it, but he's afraid because the devil threatens to take the miller instead. Okay, there it is. And he shows his true colors. Yep. He wants to be able to enjoy all of this wealth. Right, instead of, like, atoning for his mistake that he made. Right. He's a great dad. <laughs> what if What if in Taken... <laughs> yep, there's a, that's a good start. <laughs> what Go if, on. What if in Taken, when Liam Neeson's daughter got taken, uh-huh. he, just, he just stayed home, I guess. What if on the phone, he had said... I have a particular set of skills. It's crocheting, scrapbooking. You can keep her. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm enjoying my retirement. <laughs> Leave me alone. She was a brat when she turned 13 anyway. <laughs> Told her not to go. Serves her right. <laughs> so the miller begs his child's forgiveness for the act he's about to do to her. She's, <laughs> she says, whatever, Dad, I'm basically your property. <laughs> she, she says, you dead enjoy your riches i guess no she acknowledges that she basically just belongs to him um unfortunate and lets him cut off her hands so the devil comes a third time but she wept so much on the stumps of her hands that they were clean so he just gives up <laughs> it's not worth it he's made this trip too I many thought, times i thought she was gonna weep on him and defeat him <laughs> projectile at tears a, yeah at a certain point you just short your stock and give up on it is that what you do to stocks yeah i know you can short them i don't know when you short them right about now is it when they cry on themselves too much <laughs> that's when <laughs> that sounds right i mean if you're evaluating a new relationship that you bought with a shitload of wealth and a tricky promise and you realize that this relationship is going to be spent with mostly her just sobbing all the time you might reconsider yeah you're so, into the deal no i'll save it <laughs> that's a discussion topic Okay. So the miller thanks his daughter for, I guess, weeping herself clean. Mm-hmm. And says that he'll do everything for her to make her comfortable. Yep, but she's, sure. She says, no, Dad, I can't stay here. <laughs> Good. <laughs> this is a smart woman. Yeah, she's realized what a terrible person her dad is, presumably. Right. What, what do you mean, presumably? I mean, this, I'm not sure that the oh. story is meaning to imply that but in a real world situation if your dad has realized that there's this one way to keep the devil away which is to be clean instead of just making sure that he and his wife are also spick and span scrubbed clean that's too much to ask he takes away all the water and cuts off her hands yes that's a situation to get out of (laughs) it's a broken home yeah um so she says she'll go forth and see what she can it's, and get what she needs from compassionate people in the world, which is a big gamble. It's a large step to take, but less, given given the two options, probably <laughs> the right one. Less a gamble than staying home and seeing who else wants to destroy her life and happiness. Yeah. Because so, the devil told them to. She had her maimed arms bound behind her back. That seems seems excessive. doubly uncomfortable. And set out by sunrise... Walking a whole day until night. So, good. <laughs> okay. That's how that works. Wow. She made it the whole one. Uh-huh. Whole day. At the end of the day, she comes to a royal garden and could see in the moonlight that there were some beautiful fruits in the garden. But there was a moat, so she couldn't get in. Hunger from a whole day of not eating tormented her, and she feared death. After day one. Yep. This is not going great. 
You get more than a day, I think. Apparently she doesn't know that. Yeah, she hasn't been told. Uh, so she prays to God, and an angel comes to make a dam in the water so she could walk through the dry bit. The angel then accompanies her to the garden, and she eats a pear using just her mouth. I know that this is just the beginning of the story, and we'll probably see more of these antics, but boy do I hope that that's not the only consolation that God gives her <laughs> for escaping the devil. Here, <laughs> go build her a bridge or something. I don't know, I'm playing get Xbox. Her, get her some fruit. I'm playing cod plops. Uh, the gardener watches her doing this, but doesn't dare approach because the angel is still just hanging out with her. Yeah, that would be off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> they are reportedly pretty scary looking because everyone who ever sees one in the Bible just like <laughs> who loses their shit start, starts crying and shields their eyes. So the girl who feared dying of hunger is satisfied with one pair. She lives to the extremes. <laughs> yep. She basically operates like a rodent. <laughs> she has to eat a lot of small meals constantly or she'll die. <laughs> and then she conceals herself among the bushes. The king comes down the next day and he counts his fruit and finds a pear missing. He has nothing more important to govern in his kingdom. And no subject willing to take inventory for him. <laughs> or none that he trusts enough. <laughs> Right. Maybe these are really good pears. They must be. And fruits. Uh, so he confronts the gardener, who t- informs him that a spirit with no hands came, and also it had an angel friend with it. And so the king decides he's going to stay up with the gardener and see this for himself. Catch it. <laughs> I'm going to get it. And so began the story of the great pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Once it was dark, the king comes back to the garden with a priest to help him speak to the spirit. He's got a translator. So the three of them sit and watch the maiden creep out of the thicket and eat one pear off the tree with her mouth while an angel stood beside her. I guess it's good that she's eating it off the tree instead of off the ground. Because it's kind of imagining her just like... Like a pig like rustling. <laughs> like you're rooting for the pear. <laughs> this is a little bit more dignified. Do you guys think it's Christopher Lloyd? Who, the angel? Yeah. I oh, sure hope so. I did love that movie when I was a kid. <laughs> There's a precedent for it. <laughs> we got half the cast already. <laughs> so the priest approaches her and asks her if she's a spirit. And she says, no, she's just a girl forsaken by all but God. And the king then pops up and says, hey, if no one else wants you, I'll take you. I'm into the uh, no hands thing. <laughs> ah, a woman's favorite thing to hear. <laughs> So he took her to the palace, and he loved her beauty and her goodness, and he gives her silver hands and marries her. Silver hands? Uh Uh-huh. Like the Terminator? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Free-shaping hands? Made of nanobots? Skywalker hands? I don't know if they work. Oh. They're Jamie Lannister hands? After about a... Are they pointy, at least? Could she stab Can they be forks? Do they have built-in brass knuckles? Is it like a switchblade? Swiss Army hand. <laughs> Just like little tools come out of the knuckles. Or it's like the guy in the How to Train Your Dragon who can just take off his arm and replace it with a different arm. A different, better arm. Yeah. yeah. I need my mallet arm. <laughs> okay, time for my axe arm. Um, so after a year passes, it's time for the king to go to battle. <laughs> he gets the itch. <laughs> That's how kingdoms work. It's been long enough. <laughs> time to stab some fools. It's like after you get unbanned from a server. (laughs) 
<laughs> Let you back in. We get the itch back. It's that time again. Um, so before he leaves, he asks his mother to take care of his queen, and if she's ill, to take care of her and tell him at once. That's kind of nice, So actually. He's gone off to war, and while he's away, the queen gave birth to a child, and his mother made haste to write and announce the good news. So the messenger is taking the news to the king, but he... Is that always their excuse? What? To leave during pregnancy. Well, that test came back positive. <laughs> oh, gotta go to war, honey. Everybody has their own battles to fight, honey. <laughs> you have yours, and I have mine. <clears throat> I certainly want nothing to do with any of your sicknesses, or anything like that. Morning or otherwise. I feel it is, it is time for me to go stab other men. <laughs> I'll see you once the brat is born and, and diaper trained. You better hope it's a boy or this is gonna happen again. <laughs> Uh, so the messenger sent to relay the, the news rested by the brook on his way, and he fell asleep. Uh, the devil had not forgotten the queen, and so he wandered by and exchanged the letter for it another. Was, she was a big investment, to be fair. It's true. He, he had plans that were thwarted by very clean tears, I guess. I wonder what her diet is. Soap? That, she, that, she's, <laughs> that she's crying like... Straight, crystal clear water. She makes Bleach. strawberry milk with Mr. Bubble. <laughs> she can't get enough. Boy, isn't that the dream? <laughs> to be able to cry disinfectant. Be real good. Uh, the, the new letter informed the king that the queen had brought a monster into the world. The king was horrified, but he writes back to just take care of whatever is going on until he arrives. Whatever you got over there, you just sit tight on it. <laughs> Whoa, boy. That sounds rough. Uh, hashtag handle it. <laughs> uh, the messenger falls asleep at the same place on the way back, and the devil replaces this letter with orders for the death of the queen and her child. No puppies this time. Nope. Yeah, I was going to say, this reminds me of a certain other story. What was it, a red knight? Yeah. That guy was just a dick, though. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have an investment. He just wanted to screw up stuff. <laughs> um, so the mother receives this letter and is shocked and doesn't quite believe it. And she sends for confirmation, but the devil keeps replacing the letters and informs her to keep the queen's tongue and eyes as the token that she'd obeyed. This guy needs to stop falling asleep <laughs> on the job. How does he do it every time? I mean, Should maybe least... it's a long walk and they didn't give him money for an inn. Can they at least not have a relay? Like, he hands it off to the next guy, he hands it off to the next guy. Something. Maybe they should send some decoy letters out. This is really easy to hack. The easiest counter hack in history. <laughs> Even the devil could do it. <laughs> and did. And he can't walk across chalk. <laughs> or be near clean things. <laughs> yeah, or just have your messengers be take clean. care of themselves. <laughs> Brush. Uh, so the king's old mother is sad to shed some innocent blood. So instead she brings... But not a, unwilling. Instead she brings in a hind to cut out its eyes and tongue and tells the queen that she needs to run away with her child and never return. Cut out what eyes and tongue? A hind. A hind? Yeah. Like a helicopter? I think that's a deer. Uh, the female of the common stag. Yeah, lady deer. Gotcha. So the queen ties her child to her back and goes to the wild forest and prays to God and the angel friend comes back and shows her to a little house where a sign says, Here all dwell free. 
a snow white maiden comes out of the house and welcomes her inside as her lady queen. Okay. We crossing into copyrighted territory? Maybe. There are, to my knowledge, no dwarves. This is a crossover fic? Yeah. This is the the alt Snow White story <laughs> where instead of finding a bunch of dwarves, she opens a B&B. <laughs> she finds a handless lesbian lover. <laughs> um, the queen asks the, the lady how she knows her, and the maiden says that she is an angel sent to watch over both the queen and her child. So the queen... Sounds like a Mary Sue to me. Yeah. The way the Snow White lady is? Yeah. So the queen lived in the house for seven years and was well cared for because angel. And by God's grace, her hands grew back as a gift for her piety. That's nice. I was working on that for a while. She's a lizard person. Uh-oh. She might be. Their tails regenerate, right? Yep. Maybe even other things. Science isn't sure. <laughs> nope. Or, she, or she's Jury's a, out on that. Or she's an earthworm. So, what kind of conversation is that like with a scientist? Just full, full uh, lab coat, spectacles, receding hairline. You say, can people grow their hands back? And they say, eh, not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Let me look at the data. Jury's out. Do you want to have your hands cut off? Was it God's grace or not? Prove that one. Um, I don't know if this is what the timeline is here. At some point, the king comes home from war either shortly after she's left for the woods or at the end of the seven years that she's been living here. I mean, does it matter? Uh, who knows. Um, but his first wish is to see his wife and child. He f- Oh, right. He didn't write it. He, he didn't <laughs> want them dead. The devil almost fooled me. <laughs> you need to shower more. Apparently. Uh, the mother weeps and asks why he wrote to kill them and shows and him... And he said, What? Shows him the letters and also the eyes and tongue that... I'm hoping this was shortly after she left and not after seven years that she spent in a See, cabin. you're going to have to trust me. This was an eye and tongue. <laughs> uh, the king wept for his wife and child more bitterly, and his aged mother realized that maybe something was a little hinky here and informs him that, no, 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 it's fine. It's cool. Um, she's still alive. I tricked you, <laughs> April Fools. So the king decides to go look for her. And neither eat nor drink until he found the wife and child, if they have not been killed or died of hunger. An odd decree. Uh Uh-huh. You'd think that you would want to have energy when looking for a missing person. Also, if part of your vow is to not eat or drink unless they've been killed or died of hunger, you need to find evidence of that before you're allowed to eat again. (laughs) So you could just be wandering forever. Until you die of hunger. So the king wanders for seven years. Another seven. Or maybe the same seven. Maybe the same seven. Seeking in every cleft of rock and in every cave, and he doesn't find her. So he assumes she died of hunger. During the seven years, he never ate nor drank, but God kept him on faith-based life support. Finally, he finds the home, and the white maiden comes out and takes him inside, welcoming him as her lord king, and asking from whence he came, and he explains... So in one breath, hey, I know who you are. Also, where are you from? <clears throat> these these miracles that are happening to these people, by the grace of God, seem to happen at sort of random intervals. Do you guys think that God just like looks down every once in a while? Like, <laughs> and oh, just God. like, oh, fuck. It's about time. <laughs> I need to get on that. <laughs> They're not doing good down there. <laughs> I'm scoot them over to the house. <clears throat> 
Oh, man, you, you play one game of Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> Seven years pass. So the white maiden offers the king some food and drink, and he declines them and goes to sleep with a handkerchief over his face. Normal. The angel goes into the queen's chambers with her son, uh, who is usually called Sorrowful. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> He's going to have a terrible time in grade school. Yep. And the angel tells her that her husband's out there. Uh, so she goes out, and she sees that the handkerchief has fallen from his face. She tells Sorrowful to put the handkerchief back on his father's <laughs> face, and he complies. The king hears this in his sleep and makes the handkerchief fall again. Why are they doing this bit? <laughs> The child is impatient and says, Hey, how can I put this handkerchief on my father when I don't have a father other than that god person that you're always talking about? Who helps us out on occasion? The king hears this and gets up and asks who they were. She says, I'm your wife and this is your son, Sorrowful. You left me, so I had to take me <laughs> on my own. We didn't discuss before you left for war. I haven't had a great life. To inspire me. I don't know many words. <laughs> Just the ones that make me feel bad. Just sad and cry and <laughs> hands and pear. <laughs> the only people I know are you, briefly a priest, these angel people, I considered and my the, abusive parents. And the devil. I, and the devil. I considered Perry, <laughs> but he doesn't look like a Perry. <laughs> but Perry spelled P-E-A-R-Y, I hope. Um, and the king says, my wife had silver hands, you're not tricking me. And she says, well, my hands grew back. God did it. And so the angel goes to get the silver hands, and the ki- then the king knows who these people are. Boy, what a mix-up that was. And the angel serves them one meal together, and then after that, they go home to the king's mom, and everyone's happy, and they were married again, and they live contentedly until their happy end. He gives them a happy meal and sends them on their way. Yep. (laughs) And that's the end of this story. Well then, thank you to whoever wrote that one. Thanks, Grim. Either Grim. One of you Grims. Either Aaron or Vespert Grim. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Guess which one is the first child? <laughs> they ran out of their naming power. <laughs> Let's start over at the beginning. <laughs> top, Two top, A's. Top of the list, double A. Aaron. Aaron Grimm. See how this one turns out, because good Aaron. lord, the last one did not work in our favor. Aaron Grimm. Keeps complaining about how he's always last in line in his kindergarten class. Never gets picked for dodgeball. All right, let's let's tear this one apart. This story feels to me like all parties involved were just half-heartedly going through the motions of a fairy tale <laughs> without much desire to see it to completion. This was their like 30-second time doing a matinee of this show. Yes. For a bunch of children. And they're just done. Because they don't want to do it anymore. They hate the audiences now. <laughs> they hate their venue. Their they're questioning their life choices. It's given them no nowhere to go with their characters and no free reign to express themselves. They have an extremely artistic director who also wrote the script and is also producing it. And also wrote the soundtrack, which means it's garbage. 
if that's like <laughs> it's a musical. If that's like anybody except Clint Eastwood, it's it's just garbage. Don't don't watch those movies. I'm sure you can send me counterexamples. I'm sure <laughs> there are some. They're just not coming to mind. Don't do it. We don't care to learn or improve. <laughs> <laughs> that's our motto. <laughs> But, yeah, it just feels like everybody knows what has to happen. Yeah. And they're just they're just trying to get it done. The only one who's super into it is the devil. Yeah, he's... Was he, though? He did give up for a while. That, he just, he just kind of decided, like, ah, she's crying and she's got chalk. It's just not worth it anymore. <laughs> he gave up on that, but I feel like he was pretty gleeful and energetic in the letter exchange. He got creative. Before that point... I was going to bring up in the discussion that he had wasted a considerable amount of money on an investment that he did not see through. So how often does he do that? Yeah, he never got it back. Right. And even his later plan was not to to get control of this woman. It was just to kill her. Yeah. He enjoys vengeance. He doesn't want her. She cries too much. That makes him uncomfortable. At no point... Because he never learned how to process emotions. At no right. point were the actual transgressor, transgressors uh, punished. Yeah. It's all like, oh, I guess we just get to live with this wealth and not have to share it with our daughter anymore. Yeah. Oh, you want to give us money for a not kid? Sounds great. If, if they were going to turn her loose, they could have at least given her some money. That's from, true. From their, their rich... Like, not only did they ditch her, they they refused to help her out at all when they turned her loose. Well, she ditched them. They just didn't offer to be compassionate people to help her in her needs. I mean, it's a little bit on them. They could have set her up in a cottage somewhere. Yeah, there are a lot of ways they. I think they could have compromised. We have 50,000 gold coins. Here's 10 of them. Is at least enough to buy food today. Yeah. That would have been better than what she got, which was, <laughs> you ever tried to eat <laughs> fruit that's still on the tree? I haven't. It with sounds, hands? It sounds really, yeah, without your hands. It sounds really hard. Have you tried to do it with hands? This, I haven't. If you want to make a what the folklore themed birthday party, this sounds like a good party game. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Bobbing for apples there's, there's in gotta, a tree. <laughs> there have to be better themes out there. Don't do that. I don't know. Some of the, the stupid fairy tales we've read have some interesting <laughs> party so. game it's, ideas. Instead of dunking your face into a vat of water full of apples, just set up a trampoline under that tree. <laughs> Go nuts. Tie your hands behind Air your backs. bobbing for apples. <laughs> See what you can do. Be the, be the Michael Jordan of <laughs> trampoline apple eating. We'll see that in the Summer Olympics. Four what years other, from now. What other good party games based on this show can you do? Is it butchering a forest full of pigs? <laughs> that's fun for children. That's That sounds like more of a, a uh, hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, I feel like the game from that like one... Instead of pigs in a blanket, it's just a pile of meat <laughs> on a platter that right. you pick through. Yeah, that's more. That's a that's a meal idea. The game from Hans My Hedgehog would be poke the princess through with a quill. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> you pin the poker on the princess, but you do it like 160 times <laughs> until she is porous and sponge-like. <laughs> it's always what I missed about pin the tail on the donkey was a sense of finality to the whole affair. <laughs> Maybe you can get a goose to just blast its ass all over the party. 
and the kids can sift through it for valuables. I'm trying. You get, you get a bunch of identical geese stuffed animals, and you fill a bunch of them with disappointing things, and one of them has gold on it. Actual geese? No, the stuffed animals. I don't condone cruelty to geese. I'm trying desperately to think of a way of combining Elephant the Elephant with birds sucking breast milk out of the woman. <laughs> well, well, walk me through Elephant, and we'll see where we get. Elephant the Elephant, you're not familiar no. with the game? No. It's, it's, a, it's a stand-up plastic elephant that shoots butterflies into the air through its trunk. Okay. I vaguely remember advertisements. And you catch them with nets. Oh, man. Was this, was this by the same company who that's, did that Caterpillar game? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Deep cut. With what now? What about Mr. Bucket? I don't, don't know that one either. Look it up. <laughs> Mr. Bucket? Yeah. I think it's the opposite of Elephant the Elephant. What are you trying to combine it with? Something to do with breast milk and birds. Can you just make that the keg? What if all the kids wear bird masks and Elephant is just a big breast? I don't think this should be a kid's party. I don't think a party based on any of the folk tales we've done should be a kid's party. I think it needs to be experienced while heavily intoxicated. It helps. Mr. Bucket? Yeah. Here's a commercial. I'm going to put sound on for this. It'll be bad. Mm-hmm. Audio? There you go. If you could give that thing some some real AI, that could be a good game. <laughs> it it requires two things. It requires good AI and malice. Let's <laughs> just upload a copy of the Art of War into Mister Bucket's RAM and see what it does. With it. He's learning. <laughs> That would be the most terrifying children's toy. A Mr. Bucket that learns and adapts to your <laughs> tactics. A Mr. Bucket that just spits balls in your face while you sleep. No, children. You cornered me in the closet last time. <laughs> Mr. Bucket's learned how to use knives now. Mr. Bucket has networked with the appliances. <laughs> Mr. Bucket has released toxins into the air. <laughs> Mr. Bucket has turned on your oven and opened the door. I don't know how we get to breast milk from that. <laughs> I, I think that has to be the king. Probably. Gotta get all your beer out of boobs that are funneled through a bird's mouth. That's probably a thing anyway. At somebody's party. Man, I'm just gonna mess up the search history connected with our email address. Boob keg. <laughs> Search for Mr. Bucket Sex Party. <laughs> uh, there's our title. <laughs> this is a very malicious image of Mr. Bucket. Can you see this? Is he not not cultivating his chill? <laughs> it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like this is Mr. Bucket. But can you see that? Yeah. It's All a right. very devious looking Mr. Bucket. That Mr. Bucket has plans. There are a lot of boob-shaped products out there, yeah, including ice cubes. Is there really none that's a keg? It's not not that, coming up. So that, that does seem like a missed opportunity. You can get boobs in some way. Beer glasses. 
obviously. It's right. got a four and a half star rating on Amazon. I don't know how. This doesn't look good. This doesn't look like boobs at all. It looks like a, a beer glass with two circles attached to it. It does. This. Trying to see the other angle. Yeah, how does that improve the experience? Like, I see more of an alien monster head. <laughs> Here's another angle on that to show you how not like boobs that is. It's literally just two glass balls glass glued mm. to the front of a beer. I think I see a nipple on there. Yeah, but it's pointing down. <laughs> like, they don't do well. that. They have to connect to the rib cage area. At some point. They don't just... Maybe they're anime. Even those, while bad, still have a little bit more of a boob shape. But four and a half stars, 86 customer reviews, hand wash recommended. Uh, the the one star review is nice, but bottom of glass is not flat. Are there boobs down there too? A four star review says, a bit off. I purchased this for my husband. He really likes it, but I am a little disappointed in how different each boob is. I know it says they can vary because they are handcrafted, but one is huge and the other is almost half the size. <laughs> one nipple is front and center and the other is off to the side. It says they can vary just like real boobs, but if your boobs are this different, you probably need to seek medical attention. Everybody is different. Somebody was having vacation at work that day. <laughs> Somebody hiccuped into the glass blower. Three star review just says, not happy. Nipples fell off of the glass and the boobs were not in the right place. My husband was pissed off. So, um, <laughs> that paints a picture of the demographic buying this. I feel like if your life has come down to writing reviews on Amazon of of glass products that have nipples, then maybe you don't have a lot to complain about. Some soul searching is required at that point. I feel by like, law. I feel like if you, not even just writing the review, if you get to the point where a nipple falls off of your glass and your husband is pissed... <laughs> And you're the one who feels upset by this. Well, he's he's having a temper tantrum. Because his, his <laughs> beer boobs are nippleless now. There's a lot to think about going forward in that marriage. There's a Mr. Bucket meme. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fault. I think the, the summary of this Mr. Bucket <laughs> meme is put your balls in my mouth. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. There is a boob shower dispenser that dispenses soap through the nipples, which maybe we could repurpose for beer. Sure. I don't see why not. Or for soap to keep the devil away from the party. What is this story about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we should stop planning of what the folklore birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bucket looks like he's seen some shit, though. Um, what was the moral? Let's um, tap in. You you pray a lot and bathe a lot. Stay the course. Things will suck for a while, but they'll work out in the end. You'll get there. Just stay clean, physically and in your soul. This picture of Mr. Bucket just says, <laughs> don't friend zone me. This is a chronic problem <laughs> for Mr. Bucket. Mr. Bucket frequents a lot of... Uh... <laughs> PUA sites. Uh, men's right activist sites, I think. <laughs> he looks like the type. He looks like a red pill. <laughs> a red pillar. Mr. Bucket is a total red pill. <laughs> no one cuts the bucket. <laughs> Writing about all the stuck-up women at the children's birthday party who, <laughs> who have friend-zoned him. They're not feminine enough. Dared to throw her own party. She doesn't want to wear pink dresses. 
so the story yep is okay so we fixed that part <laughs> what do we what do we do <laughs> look we get we got it we know what it is we know what's there Re- religious and, and bathing hygiene and religion I'm, I'm more concerned with what isn't there okay but should be sure what do we do to make this a better story one and you need characters who give two shits about what's going on around them. I think she and the devil definitely have to fight. Yes, absolutely. I think there has to be a showdown at the end. With true consequence. Because he's, he's still out there. Yeah. Right. They didn't beat him. No. Like, he's, she's still under contract to go back to the devil at some point. Well, do you use that all up in the first movie? What do you mean? We could get a two-parter. You mean like... Deathly Hallows. You mean like at the end? Oh, okay. Well, like at the end, the devil like is sinking into lava. Uh It's probably fine for him. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a good way to kill him. That's a jacuzzi. He's sinking into tears water, (laughs) chalky tears water. (laughs) Tears. And you think he's dead. It's my favorite bluegrass, but just per musician. (laughs) But after the credits, one of his eyes opens back up, and his arm comes out of the out of the tears pool. I almost said the words bluegrass magician. <laughs> You've hit on something, though. <laughs> That's worth exploring at some point. Uh, we're going to find out real quick, just real quick, whether that's copyrighted or not. Enterprising listeners will receive a number of business ideas from this particular episode. Bluegrass magic is a thing. It stands to reason, then. But that makes sense. Bluegrass does have a magic about it. <laughs> Bluegrass Magician, Bluegrass Magic Game Shop. I don't think so. That looks like it's up for the taking. All right. Call me Chalky Tears. <laughs> Bluegrass Magician. <laughs> Bluegrass Magician. Um, okay. So he's sinking into a pool. Yeah. And you think you think he's defeated. Yeah. And at the very end, it turns out, oh, no, he's still alive. He's coming back for the next movie. Right. Is that what you were thinking? Sure. Or you save that confrontation. Right. For the second movie. Like then the f- we need a confrontate. We need conflict in the first half. No, we wait, wait. leave it disappointing. <laughs> well, kinda... And people feel like you rob them of their money. We have some conflict. And we can bump up the tension between them. Because we have two encounters with the devil in this story. Mm-hmm. The trying to steal her away cleanliness thing. Which she discovers is a power she has against the devil. Hands or no hands. Water or no water. And then we have the letter switching. We think we need something in between the two of those to show that the devil's still there, still mad, and that there will be a reckoning. And so that's your first movie. We need something to show that? Yeah. What if he takes out a billboard (laughs) right outside the castle? So she wakes up one morning. Set dressing is a powerful thing. Yeah. It can be used it's for just, it's a just lot of... always there in the background. Pushing the narrative forward. And you might not see it on the first watch. When you go back, you'll, you'll catch you'll, it. You'll see the giant billboard that the devil took out. <laughs> yeah. It just says, gonna get ya, with a picture of the devil doing finger guns. Ha-cha-cha. Big grin. I, I have been imagining the robot devil from Futurama this whole time. That's fair. I think that's fair to say. Voiced by Homer Simpson. Um, if you want a third movie out of this deal, we just devote a movie. We pull a Peter Jackson and devote a movie to the war that happened. That's true. We have a whole king. Oh war. yeah, we could we could blow that way up. <laughs> Maybe the devil caused that too. 
Probably. Is this other kingdom important in any way? Because they're not really in this version, but should they be? Maybe this is the quarrelsome king who wreaked havoc on the um, the wonderful sheep's king. Going place. all the way back. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if we ever pinned down who the quarrelsome king was. I wouldn't say pinned. We've, we've, had we've some, certainly broached it. Yeah, we've had some contenders, because we have kings who just seem to go to war as almost <laughs> a summer vacation. <laughs> is that kingdom harboring the devil? <laughs> is it the devil's kingdom? Are you talking like Snowden? <laughs> oh, I like that better. What? You're talking like Snowden. The devil is Snowden in that kingdom. What do you mean? They're keeping him safe. Because he... Spilled the secrets? <clears throat> yeah. Whose secrets? God's. What God's. secrets? <laughs> God's secrets. Uh, so they're Russia? Yeah. <laughs> this, that kingdom is the is the Russian airport? Mm-hmm. I mean, that you're making a lot of sense. This is uh, Germany, right? Ish. 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 So maybe it's Russia-ish? It could be. Sorry, I'm going back and forth. I'm looking at Mr. Bucket's secrets. <laughs> Are you looking for Mr. Bucket conspiracy theories now? I just want to know what he's up to. <laughs> I just want to know what's going on. What is this bucket hiding? Uh, is is Mr. Bucket the other king? <laughs> I don't see why not. I can't think of any reason why not. <laughs> Mr. Bucket would harbor the devil. I think so. Sure. I think so. He looks very shady. He shoots balls at children, so... We probably don't have too much left, right? It sounds like we don't care about the other plot points. Uh, so what, let's move on to casting. What was this... Well, what about Angel Bro? We just, like, hovered while she ate a pear. Yeah. What about him? What do you think that was about? God told him to. Rules are rules. Yeah. Just, like, bored hovering, playing on his iPhone while she eats a pear with her mouth. Yeah. Rules are rules. Are you done yet? Playing Flappy Bird. Just gotta keep these people from executing you on sight. wonder if that Snow White angel just lives year-round in that cabin. What was up with her again? She was an angel sent to guard them, but I think a different angel than the one that took them there. Did the two angels ever meet? Uh, Can we know that for sure? They didn't exchange any secret handshakes or official greetings to the story. Were they ever in the same room at the same time? That was what I was going to ask. Have you ever seen the angel and the devil in the same room at the same time? (laughs) That's true. What if they are the same person? Or the king and the devil. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But just think about it. But what would the implications be if the angel was also the devil? Probably Confusing. He, he was setting her up to finally bring her back with him. And then... He's, he's lured her into the trap of, hey, you're in my house in the woods. Here's your husband back. And now you're free to go. Perfect plan. <laughs> well, maybe after seven Flawless years... Flawless execution. Maybe after seven years, the devil realized, I don't like her that much. <laughs> The king can have her. This one kind of sucks. I'm sure there's another girl I can trick. Or maybe the devil's end game was to punish her by coercing her to name her child Sorrowful. That was the whole plan? Yeah. Could have been it. It's a pretty big punishment. What a shitty way to to treat your child. Like, yeah. You're not... Not a lot of regard for them. You're just, you're just passing all of your problems right down the line. Like, can you imagine... The mother-son relationship there. Like, he's he's a little kid. He's like, Mom, 
how did we come to live here? Where's my dad? And she just starts weeping at him. <laughs> oh, young SARS. <laughs> He's definitely going to feel like it's his fault for the rest of his life. Mom, why did you name me Sorrowful? Oh, sweetheart, it's because when you were born I had to flee because your dad wanted us both dead and I lost the only happiness I ever knew in my life because my parents were abusive and cut my hands off. Yeah, okay, but... That's not, like, a name. What about Peter? <laughs> Can what, I be named what about Peter? Perry? And so she just looks at him and, and sighs, and he knows that the reason he's named Sorrowful is because that's the emotion she has every time she looks at her son. What are potential nicknames? For Sorrowful? Yeah. There's a little Sars. There's Ro. Ro-Ro. Ro. Ro-Ro. Fully. The big S. <laughs> the big S. Get in here and do your chores, the big S. Um, um, weeps. <laughs> weeps, weeps is pretty good. <laughs> big S. S Town. S Squire. S Bucket. <laughs> Sads. Name him, name him Tear and make people think that that's spelled with a T Y R as opposed to Frank. Anything. Anything else. Does he have a middle name? Is that better? Oh, man. Can you imagine? Okay. His middle now, name is now. Christopher. <laughs> yeah. Full name. Sorrowful full Christopher Higgins. No hands. <laughs> for, for a brief part of her life, for anything she did, she could say, look, mom. <laughs> no hands. She did waste that opportunity. And by... she got no happiness from it. That's the title of her memoir. <laughs> Look, Ma, no hands. The story of how I defeated the devil. A very sad memoir. About devil punching. Featuring my son, Sorrow. (laughs) Forward written by the devil. (laughs) I'd read that book (laughs) if I saw that on the shelf. Uh, Okay, what were you saying? Casting, I think. Cast it. We got two of them. We got, oh, I think we got three of them. TJ Miller. Yep, as the Miller. Christopher Lloyd. Yep, as, as the angel. Yep. And maybe in drag as the, la- the lady in the woods. Who? The other angel in There's the woods. A, oh, Christopher Lloyd in drag? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and budget, not great this time. We've had a lot of clunkers. <laughs> Studio is not trusting us. <laughs> With we're, a lot of... We're in... A lot of funds. We're in the Shyamalan Straits. So, uh, other king... Mr. Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, we need a, a main woman. Mm-hmm. We need uh, her husband, her son, and the devil. And the um, old mother. Yes. Angela Lansbury. That's fine. I have no qualms with that. Homer Simpson for the devil. <laughs> the animated V-O. character. Vito. V-O. Voice over. Oh, yeah. So are we, are we having an animated Homer Simpson step into this live action film? Uh, yeah, but he's blue. <laughs> to avoid copyright infringement. Why blue instead of red for the devil? <laughs> Keep him guessing. <laughs> it's the kind of story this is. Blue Homer Simpson. Uh, main lady, is it insensitive to say uh, Charlie's Theron? Main lady? Yeah. Why would it be insensitive? And she has practiced not having hands pretty that recently. seems like smart casting to me. Thoughts? 
No. I'm Any sure. other opinions? She doesn't seem weepy. No. I that is that is an issue. I would I would I mean, I'm sure she's a great actress and could make the tears come. She's also she's pretty tough though. She like is. my my impression of her, the most recent thing I've seen is Mad Max. Which and we I, should see again now. Yeah. And I have a hard time picturing her character in Mad Max just moping that much. Uh somebody hop on like people.com or TMZ or something and look for who is the cleanest woman in Hollywood. <laughs> Okay. We have to track her down. I'm just going to Google that. <laughs> cleanest, not lakes in Georgia, cleanest woman. Guess again, Google. In Hollywood. This is Did a... that autofill? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> cleanest lakes in Georgia. No, no, the cleanest woman in Hollywood autofill after you typed more. No. Okay, no, thank God. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure it's been searched that, at least once before. That whole search, Google was just going, not sure what you're going for here, Gordy. Well, I think it's a little confused. I searched for cleanest woman in Hollywood, uh-huh. hottest 50 woman in Hollywood, top result, most beautiful women in Hollywood. I don't want hot ones. Man. They're sweating. See, all everyone cares about is looks. They don't care about how clean and germ-free anybody is. The 29 best female bodies in Hollywood. But it's best clean. Maybe I should search for hottest female bodies in Hollywood if they had hands chopped off. What about woman germaphobe Hollywood? <laughs> what about woman with worst hands Hollywood? And then it's a relief to the audience when the hands go away. <laughs> Megan Fox, she has clubbed thumbs. The only the only hand-related piece of trivia I know about any actress. <laughs> Why do you know that? I don't know. Stop going on Reddit so often. <laughs> it came up one day. You're know. absorbing the hive mind of the internet, and it's reaching concerning levels. I think I was just reading about clubbed thumbs you're, one day. You were on that Ninja Turtles thread? <laughs> yeah. Does that work? Is it Megan Fox? I don't care for it. <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't think so. Okay, anytime I, I see weeping, I think of Anne Hathaway's... Stirring performance in Les Mis. In which she cried for <laughs> yes. many, many minutes. She can keep tears going for long enough to clean her whole body. Um, is it too much? And you can tell me if it's too much to ask you to Google the phrase <laughs> Anne Hathaway bathing habits. <laughs> I'm going to do this purely out of curiosity. <laughs> and, and maybe this is good radio. Maybe it's not. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and do this in incognito. <laughs> Anne Hathaway <laughs> bathing habits. Should I add a plus tears at should, the end? You should add a dot com. <laughs> no. No. Um, It'll just be Anne Hathaway's face photoshopped on whatever nude models they could find <laughs> in a tub. Well, the Daily Mail has something on this, I think. Good. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Daily Mail. Can we buy that domain? Not a reputable source. I mean, we'll check if it's available. We, we should add that to the, <laughs> um, <laughs> to the list of bathing, domains. Bathing Beauty, Anne Hathaway. Oh, it's a, it's a bikini picture. Okay, that doesn't help. So not great. There's at least um, parts that don't get clean. Well, she at least bathes in the ocean. In the ocean. <laughs> that is salty, yep. like tears. It's true. I think you've convinced me. Thanks, Daily Mail, for taking my side in this casting decision. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and see if that 
domain is available, Anne Hathaway. I feel really bad Googling this. I don't want to do this. I'm sorry, Anne Hathaway. You, you know, I, there's, I there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong. This should not be public knowledge. No. How about does Anne Hathaway clean herself with tears.com? That sounds like such a mean website. Well, it's a query for information, isn't it? It's a yes or no question. <laughs> what if we bought that domain and we just all the website was was the word yes? <laughs> I mean, there, there are other sites like that. I think um, the website johnsnownows.com just says nothing. So there's precedent. I don't know. I don't want to pry into Anne Hathaway's personal life anymore. I think I think she's she's fine for this role. Her tear ducts are clearly generous. Yes. Um, so that works for me. That's fine. What about her husband? The other king. Russell Crowe. The other, other king. He's not busy, right? Uh, probably not terribly. He, he seems like the type who would, um, upon hearing his wife is pregnant, go out to start a fight. It <laughs> <laughs> seems like a common ritual for him. I think this, there might be a lot of truth to that. What's, what's the age gap there? I don't know if I want to if I want to continue that particular trend of Hollywood. He's not doing a ton right now. He is. He was born in 1964. Anne Hathaway was born in 82, so 18 years. That's nothing in fairy tale marriage time. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. True to life. She's not a baby, True and he's life. not dead, so it's all right. Who is this weirdo on the Les Mis poster? That's not Anne Hathaway. Who's that? Amanda Seyfried? Say. Seyfried? Whatever. I'm just kidding. She's probably also a fine actress. Do we need anyone else? This is just the cast of that Barber movie. <laughs> Plus Russell Crowe. Swap Johnny Depp for Russell Crowe. You got the same movie. I'm not watching Les Mis. What are you talking about. The barber one where he kills people. Sweeney Todd? Yeah. How is this the same cast as Sweeney Todd? You got Amanda Seyfried, who I think was in that movie. I don't you got know. Helena Bonham Carter. You got Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> same movie. It's a palette swap. Don't they, do, don't they do a lot of head cutting off in this pizza fantasy movie? <laughs> and singing? Yes. Yeah, we see what you're doing. Same damn movie. Surprised Tim Burton didn't direct that one, too. Do you want to see a musical based on your half-paying-attention listenings to the latest? Yeah. Bef- before we conclude for the evening, because it sounds like we're winding yeah. down. Yeah. Wait, I think we started winding down when we looked up boob beard dispensers. <laughs> uh, I, I just want to reflect on the Rotten Tomatoes user review of True to Life about the movie... <laughs> Where Anne Hathaway gets her hands cut off because the devil said so. Okay. I just appreciate that. That particular user review. Is there a user review? That was your user review. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> True to life. <laughs> well, it certainly seems so. Okay, well, that's, yeah. We're done. That's a closing thought. Just ruminate on that. So. For the week to come. Go read more of these Amazon reviews. We'll th- see you next week. We're, we should buy a P.O. box so that people can send us copies of Mr. Bucket. <laughs> we should, we should we have not, a P.O. box. Not buy a P.O. box for specifically that reason. 
How much does Mr. Bucket cost? Probably not much. If Mr. Bucket appears in this apartment, I'm not going to be really happy about it. You're, you're, selling, you're telling us right now you won't play Mr. Bucket with us. I will play Mr. Bucket with you, but Dude, I will have doubts about my... $69! What? <laughs> it's vintage. Costs Mr. Bucket. <laughs> um, eBay? Uh, Amazon.com is selling Mr. Bucket preschool game for $69.89. Uh, I think it's time to check eBay and rural thrift stores. That seems uh, provocative for Amazon. <laughs> That's very, very suggestive. To, to sell the ball-gobbling toy for $69. <laughs> Mr. Bucket eBay. Come on, eBay. So many conspiracies oh, wrapped up in this bucket. This is like a collector's item now. Mr. Bucket motorized game, Milton Bradley, just bucket only. What does that do for me? Probably just buy a multicolored ping pong ball for the same experience. Vintage, vintage Mr. Bucket. Thanks That's for a listening weird sentence. this week to episode 85 of What the Folklore of listeners. Course, for your birthday, I'll dress up in a bucket costume and throw Look us up at you. on Patreon <laughs> and on Facebook and on Twitter if you want to interact with us in some way. We appreciate it when you do. If you have an old Mr. Bucket, do send that over. I don't want to pay $70 for this. Send us stories at whatthefolklore at gmail.com. Tune in next week for the inaugural episode of Bucket Up, <laughs> our, our Mr. Bucket I can't believe I'm looking at seller ratings connected to Mr. Bucket. They make those big buckets that you can get at Walmart. I, I, would, I could just cut leg holes in that and then throw dodgeballs at you. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Same experience. Bye, everyone. Happily ever after. This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have any feedback for us, you can leave it either by Gmail or Facebook. Our Gmail account is wtfolklore at gmail.com, and our Facebook page can be found at facebook.com slash WT Folklore. Feel free to send in stories if you have any particularly odd pieces of folklore or mythology that you would like to hear us talk about. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales.